RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Thursday night edition, the sixth day of the month of May. Excited to be back and looking forward to connecting and finding out uh, what's on your radar, what type of topics you guys want to bring to the table tonight. Let's touch on it. So welcome to the live stream. And before I dive any further, for those that might be new to the community, if you're interested and if you're bold enough, definitely let us know where you're watching from via the chat or when the phone lines open up. 313-462-0027. We'd love to hear your voice directly. And so let's dive right in. So I'm going to check in via chat real quick. I got about three, four, five articles I'll touch on. But I'm open to hear about uh, what's on your radar. What are you keeping an eye on? Let's do this. So we got JoJo. Uh, we got uh, I store my life savers in gold. Okay. That's uh, uh, definitely a uh, something I don't think you'll regret in the long run, put it like that. Uh, we got Mastodon in the building. We got Rene Montenegro. We got low blood pressure. Says silver. Says silver uh, too heavy to store. Need a lot of gold better. Okay. Either way, it's better than having too many bags of cash or digital illusions on your screen uh, that you uh, don't actually own in and of itself. But yeah, I see. I see a point though. Uh, LBP. What we got here? Faith Parent. We got King D. Our said Philman has a question. Okay, let's touch this. It says RTD question. Should we get our weight up with fiat dollars? <laughs> yeah, that's the best method um, of acquiring uh, that form of an asset. So definitely let's. Uh, all right. So let me uh, do a little house cleaning on my side here. Then I opened up the phone lines probably a little earlier because I was kind of unplugged from the mainstream news today. So I didn't get a chance to really dive deep into what uh, some hot topics of today. But. I'm sure you guys stayed in and plugged in and stayed tuned in so we can touch on that. So let me uh, bring up my screen here and then get it started. So for those who might be new to the channel, uh, RethinkingDollar.com is the headquarters. It's the primary source of information where you can find the channel as well as all of the things related to it. And so if anytime we're disconnected here, definitely go RethinkingDollar.com is the best place to do it. We got the RTD rounds there. And then for those that might be new to the whole alternative media space, if there are any, I want to encourage you guys to go down to the very bottom, how to unplug from the monetary matrix. And of course, step one is the awakening moment where you really are given a chance to expose yourself and find out where your blinders are as to what you may not be familiar with, which can open up more uh, steps for you to follow. So good way of testing your dollar IQ for those that are interested. And then for those that are interested, also the Patreon side, we had a nice little chat last night. And so for those that are interested in becoming a member of the Patreon, uh, i.e. supporting the channel, you also get a chance to hang out with us during the week uh, for some off-air talk. So if there's interest, feel free to do so. Link is down below. And then lastly, uh, for connecting with RTD on any social media platforms, we have everything available from Rumble to Library to BitTube, Gab, you name it. But the Discord community is the most active because that's where you get a chance to share articles, videos throughout the day that I usually grab from there to discuss uh, the, uh, in the evening. So uh, feel free to become a member of the Discord page and connect with us there. OK, let's keep it moving. And so what I want to actually touch on and lead off with happens to be the movement today in silver. And so basically from 2648 up to 2744, then it bounced off that a total of about 88 cents or so. And once again, in this precious metal space, due to the continual price suppression, due to all the paper contract stuff that uh, puts a lid on the ceiling of the price discovery mechanisms, when you see activity like this, 
it just lets me know that you know something went wrong in the system because they were not able to slam it down the way they typically do so that's always a good sign so actually uh, a couple hours ago I had a chance to connect with the wall street's gold group and you know on our call we were speaking with somebody who's a direct uh, miner in the silver industry and we we're saying that you know when you see activity like this you know it's it's definitely something that is very promising because it's not too often we get a chance to see this in the midst of all this other overly priced and overly inflated stuff that's around us, i.e. Dogecoin. <laughs> and so it's always good to see. So let's keep it moving. All right. So what I want to touch on today, very first topic, I think this is interesting. I grabbed this from the chat. Uh, it was put there not long ago, but uh, more signs of certain states trying to go back to normal in an environment where there's been so much damage done that it stands the it stands the risk of causing even more damage down the line. And I don't think the governors and whatnot really take that in consideration when they talk about basically pulling the plug on unemployment at a time where I'd imagine a lot of employees in those states probably opted out of working. So they're going to be forced to go back. And I would imagine pretty soon that a lot of the employers, because they'll have a flood of employees coming in, and they're going to ultimately lower the pay down to something that most people will be forced to take because of the lack of options, i.e. government support. So no matter what, it's going to be a problem because stuff like this. I mean, the fact that the government extended it too long was a problem in of itself. But South Carolina and Montana to end all pandemic unemployment benefits for jobless residents. So it's going to be a whole other can of worms opened up pretty soon. So I'm curious to get your thought, your guys thoughts on that. And then here's another one I thought was interesting. And so even in a discord, a lot of interesting thoughts were shared as to how and why it's timely that the Bezos and the Gates are have all filed for divorce within the last year or two or three. And they're also probably going to be selling off their shares of their stocks pretty soon because they perhaps see something coming. So I thought this was interesting that three different uh, selling points throughout the day, Bezos sold two billion dollars in stocks days after blowout earnings report. So. You know, it's one of the things where because of the big tech companies, but the Microsoft, the Facebooks, you know, of course, somebody even put out in the chat that, uh, you know, don't don't be surprised if next year or so, you know, Zuckerberg also files for divorce because of whatever the reason might be. But they're also going to be liquidating some of their shares, <laughs> trying to get out before things actually come crumbling down. So uh, once again, it's all speculation. But in this current environment, a lot of things don't make sense. So it could actually work. So anyway, keep it moving. Here's uh, something as well. Judge puts hold on ruling voiding U.S. moratorium on uh, evicting renters. So one judge the other day, I think it was two days ago, mentioned about it's uh, it's they were going to remove those restrictions. And then it looks like today they're going to be putting that on hold. I wonder what has changed in the last 42, 72 hours. Uh, they realize that that once again would be more problematic than it would be of help to the actual tenants themselves. So. Uh, just something to consider here. So they're trying to unwind things, but it's no going back. And they're going to try to put the, I heard somebody say, you know, it's, it's impossible to put toothpaste back into a, back into the tube. And that's what they're trying to do now by unraveling some of the things that were done, which didn't make sense in the first place. But, you know, you know how they do it. And then the last one here, it says MasterCard survey, two thirds of millennials increasingly open to using crypto. And so once again, uh, not only will we have more in excitement and anticipation on people missing out on gains, that there's going to be a lot of uninformed individuals rushing in to grab a hold of anything labeled as a crypto out of the excitement that 
the next day or two or three, it might double or triple or quadruple, especially when the mainstream media is hyping up Doge as if it's like something that really deserves respect in the community. And so once again, it's going to be a lot of people getting in at the wrong time, because like always, you got young, quote unquote, dumb money coming in, chasing gains at the top of what could be a peak. We know, we don't know, but it could go a little higher. But they're getting in at extremely high valuations, just like in the equities markets. You know, when you have that the Dow Jones at an all time high, thirty four, thirty five thousand. Who actually in this current environment is really excited about the buy and hold strategy of holding stocks as if like you're really going to be able to cash out in 15, 20 years come retirement time. And I was actually mentioned that last night in the uh, in the hangout. It's like the whole concept of buy and hold is outdated financial advice, in my personal opinion, because if you're a younger person now, you take on so much risk by getting in at these overvalued price valuations that the likelihood of them remaining high and, and needing to go five, six X from where we're at now. If you're looking to retire at, say, you know, 2040, 2045, you would need minimum price corrections or if it does crash, it's going to have to go up to at least 85, 95, 100,000 Dow Jones for you actually to even con consider that something that allows your portfolio to look like it's grown, of which that's definitely possible in an extreme inflation environment. But it's not something probable that I personally would want to bet on, because once again, I, I don't see this instrument right here being around in 10 years, nevertheless, 20 to 25 years in its current form, just because it's already sub zero right now, as far as what you can actually purchase for a unit, one unit called a dollar. So, but anyway, that's just some, some topics on the, on the, on the, on the top of the surface I want to touch on. And so let's talk. The phone lines are open. I stopped my rent a little bit early so we can get more phone calls in. So feel free to telephone number 313-462-0027. Give me a call and let's talk. And then also, if you don't want to talk, let me know in the, in the chat. Highlight at rethinking a dollar. I'll address it or jump on it or share my two cents on the matter. So feel free to do so. All right. It says depopulation is a real end game. Roth. <sighs> yeah, um, that sounds really doom and gloom like. But yet, if you were to look at the Georgia Guidestones, which is like the, the globalist agenda's game plan written right in front of us as like it's a national monument, that kind of leads into the information such as that. And then also, even in the chat, I shared a video, I think, last night. Let me see if I can grab it. But it's an older video. Uh-oh, I got some people calling, I think. Uh, once again, my apologies. I'm not even logged in. Let me <laughs> uh, let me see here. So people have been calling, and I'm not even logged in. Give me one second. Let me get this right, because I had to cut this off earlier because it was making too much noise on my end. So forgive me. Let me get this right. And then we can talk. So I got some thoughts I was going to share, but I'll take a call instead. So give me a call. Let's talk. I apologize for that. So my, my point was about uh, a video that I shared last night in the discord that basically summarizes, or let me grab this real quick. Copy link. All right, let's get this call here. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? It's 313 Wayne. I'm calling from the Big D. 313 Wayne. How you doing, man? Appreciate your call. What's going on with you tonight? Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. Uh, I'm doing good. But a caller, uh, I mean, somebody made a comment about uh, getting your weight up in fiat. Uh -huh. And you really can, you know, if you think about it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a passage in the Bible that says the lady, her two pence was more than, 
everybody, everything that everybody else gave. Yeah. But, yeah. And if you think about it, the pennies, mm-hmm. nickel, especially the nickel yeah. and dimes, quarters, it's a great hedge against the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve as far as it being, um, I don't know if it's considered actual note, but mm-hmm. it's the currency. But the the composition of it, the, the copper and the nickel, yeah. is with the nickel itself is greater than five cents, and yeah. especially with the penny, is greater than a penny. Yeah. So, it, and it's um, it's a metal, actual weight, a tangible weight that that the whole entire population can get their hands on if they just reserve it, use the fiat dollars, the mm-hmm. actual paper dollars, but keep their hands on the metal and yeah. they will get their made up weight up in fiat and maybe have a, a, a lean against the balance sheet of the federal reserve. Hey man, that's, that's good and stuff. And as you were speaking about that, I actually pulled up and it's a coinflation.com where it actually gives you the face value and the melt value and the percentage changes over the years based upon say, for example, 1909 pennies, you know, it's it's labeled as one penny, but as of right now, it's three cents. So if you had one of those, you know, it's 300, you've 300 X your ability to retain purchasing power. And then if you go down to the bottom, it gives you more information as to a dimes, nickels, quarters. And of course, if it has true silver in it, it definitely it's a head. So it's, uh, you know, it's so it's just, it's just looking at a 1964 Kennedy half dollar. It's labeled as 50 cent, but it has nine dollars and eighty nine cents worth of silver in it, which is a which is a chance of preserving your purchasing power. Nineteen thousand seventy eight percent. You know, it's an opportunity there. So good point, man. So and, coinage is important. Copper and nickel. Copper and nickel. Yeah, uh, I don't believe the people when they debase the silver out of coinage. Mm-hmm. I don't believe they have the foresight to see electric vehicles and some of the mandates the green mandates of the yeah. future. Yeah. So they put, they might've put gold into the coins and just gave it to the people of the future. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Hey, that's a good point there. So coinage does have a purpose. And I think the nickel out of all the coins that we do have, I think the current price of a nickel is like six cents or seven cents. So actually, I think the government's losing money on making those. So I think they've changed the composition in that so that they're not losing out. So they don't want to lose. So I think that some it's the pre pre was it pre what year i think pre 60 or 80 something it was when it was uh pure cop or core pure nickel i think with very little of alloy base when it was worth more so good stuff man i appreciate you bringing that to our attention all right have a great day sir. good too thank you yeah good stuff man good stuff so there is value in overall coinage so good stuff Okay, so let me uh, get back to my little rant prior to. So feel free, give me a call, 313-462-0027. So here's a video I want to share that, uh, okay, let me, I'll get to the video after this one. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Hey, Mike, it's Lil' Blood Pressure, Corpus Christi. How's it going? LB, tonight? doing good, man. What's going on with you? Every day I get a bigger and bigger smile, Mike. It's finally here, Mike. <laughs> so so, so what you what you thinking about that, that 88 cent move today? What, 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 does that, what does that reflect to you? Hello? Uh, they're not going to... Yeah, yeah, I'm here. You, you, you yeah, hear me? I got you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, they, they're eventually going to have to let it loose, you know? The, they, they talk about they suppress gold and silver, but they can't suppress They can't suppress corn. Mm-hmm. They can't suppress <laughs> rice. They can't suppress lumber. Yeah. Every day, Mike, the hyperinflation's already here. Yeah. 300% yeah. On, on, on corn. Mm-hmm. 300% on lumber. Uh, cement going up. Fuel's going up. They can't manipulate the entire commodity market. They yeah. can't, Mike. 
Hey, I I, I agree. And I, I don't think it's really I don't think they're even trying to sugarcoat it as far as, you know, they're 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 them hiding their ability to manipulate prices because they're 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 they're, they're I think they're wanting things to kind of heat up a little bit because it allows the government to be forced to take out more debt and it'll force the Federal Reserve to speed up their rollout of their digital version of the dollar. So I think they want more heat in the economy ultimately because they haven't been able to find it for the last 10 years. So they got to overshoot their 2% target. So <laughs> I think they, I, I don't sugar, think they mind. Yeah. You talk about sugar coating, look at sugar. <laughs> <laughs> look, Mike, another thing, uh-huh. another thing about this whole China thing when, when, uh, when, when Trump was talking trash and now they're all talking trash about China. Yeah. We're going to sanction them. We're going to sanction them. They can't sanction nothing. They're like little kids. The United States is like an eight-year-old saying, I'm running away from home. What you gonna do to China? Everything's there. If you if you if you pick China, yeah. you pick on China, the US is gone, Mike. Look at all the cars sitting unmade because they're waiting on chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, over, so so watch this. So as you're speaking, I pulled up uh, a little bit of a diagram that I put on the uh Rethinking Dollar Instagram page and it shows the actual inflation is already here and it's showing the percentages of things how, how it's changed according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the economic analysis. And so bacon is up 11%, bananas up 3%, bread up 11%, chicken up 10%. So, you know, they said they can't find inflation, but obviously they're not looking for actual the increase of prices towards the consumer. So, uh, yeah, interesting stuff, man. Chicken wings are in shortage. I'm running around looking for chicken wings. Right? You can't even get chicken wings. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, but let me get some more calls, man. I appreciate you calling in, yeah, boss. Let me, let me one more thing, Mike, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. With this inflation thing, look, look. Right now, everything's going up. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the what do you call it? The, the grocers and mm-hmm. supermarkets and, mm-hmm. and Lowe's and, and big corporations. Yeah, they're hoarding everything in their warehouses, Mike. The yeah. ones that not not because Lowe's doesn't doesn't order like they order from vendors. Yeah, those companies. Mm-hmm. That's why you see that bottleneck in Los Angeles and Port of, of Long Beach. Mm-hmm. All those ships waiting. Everybody is ordering. They're not talking about it, Mike. Yeah. The warehouses are full, and they're not releasing anything. The lumber's doing that. Lumber guy, that uh, uh what is it called? Uneducated economist. Guy, yeah, yeah. He's, he's talking about the lumber. The the manufacturers. They're hoarding everything. They're yeah. not releasing into the stores. They know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, and that's done deliberately, man. So that like literally, either they have received word or been told to, or. A lot of those companies that are deciding that they're all publicly traded companies. And I'd imagine from the top up, they've been told some things and told to hold off on that stuff. And so the question will then be, are they waiting for things to collapse entirely? So there'll be something after the fact, or they're trying to cause as much pain and panic now to really dismantle and disrupt things on on the, on the, on the home front. So time will tell, man, but I I get the point. All right, be good, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. So I thought this little visual A here was interesting because it shows some relatively newer prices. Hello, Carlos. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, Mike. How's it going? It's Brando Commando. Doing good. Brando, what's going on with you, my friend? Hey, so I was thinking about the real estate market. I just wanted to chime in and give my two cents to the crowd. Go ahead. Give it to us, man. What's up with you? Well, so my friends and I were talking about it. It seems that uh, the average homeowner is up against like uh, large real estate corporations these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard of uh, housing prices get 
like bid way out of the asking price. Yeah. And who's dro- who's dropping tons of G's on houses other than like <clears throat> massive corporations who can mm-hmm. borrow the money mm-hmm. at near zero interest rates? Yeah. Uh, definitely. So, I, you know, and I think you know we have a we have foreign buyers. I would imagine you know getting rid of government liabilities by actually buying real tangible assets in America. So between the hedge funds and the corporations and you know foreign entities, I'd imagine we got some government dumping treasuries <laughs> in the form of uh, getting their house game up. So oh, factor that in as well. We saw China do lots of that over in British Columbia and other parts of Canada. Yeah. And I think uh, I saw a report yesterday that because of the Toronto housing market, they're thinking about raising rates. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Aside, yeah. From, aside from that, in my neighborhood, so I live in like a pretty classic Philadelphia suburb mm-hmm. where there's some like old 1800 mansions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of them are abandoned or run down and they're sitting on 10, 15, 20 acres. Mm-hmm. So down the road from my house, this development company bought a couple of those mansions next to each other, mm-hmm. leveled all of them, and they're gonna they're gonna build forty houses there. Mm, yeah. So I've I've been listening to some real estate people talk about you know Biden's new agenda to you know stretch out into the suburban area and actually utilize some of that space for more housing, more quote unquote affordable housing, destroying the suburb suburbs. So. That's the that's the American family plan, man, to provide more yeah, affordable you know housing. Those, <laughs> you know how much those houses are going for? I mean, I, I talk to my neighbors uh-huh. about how difficult it is just for a family to live in a home. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> those new price those new housing prices are unaffordable. Like who the hell is spending four or five hundred thousand dollars on some new McMansion? Yeah. Uh good luck so with that, buddy. They're they're building like these uh massive um condominium complexes or mm-hmm. townhomes, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. There's like hundreds of units on a couple acres. Yeah. I mean, every now and then I see them going up in flames. Yeah. But um, <laughs> they're turning Americans into renters. Like the American dream yeah. is a, a rarity. Uh, it's gone. It's gone. Like, I mean, for, for the majority, for the, for the middle class that's being attacked or the working class to be more specific, the working class is being attacked and they don't realize it because they're being sold that they're going to tax the wealthy, but the wealthy don't really pay tax. And then the lower or the government funded portion of the population are already subsidized by the government. So it's just the remaining people in the middle, which are the working class. Those are the ones that's being squeezed to death. So the taxes of course will, will make its way down there, but yet, you know, the agenda you'll own nothing and you'll be happy with it. So how do you get to that? Unless you remove all private property. (laughs) How's Detroit doing? I mean, Detroit has a lot of abandoned houses. Detroit has been that way for quite some time now. So gentrification has come through the metropolitan area to where from downtown two, three miles heading north of I-75, it's become extremely unaffordable. And even 10 plus years ago, somebody came through and bought up all the vacant lots and probably some of the vacant houses as well to where now... They're just waiting for things to be completely leveled out, and then they're going to come in and just move more of downtown, which is unaffordable for the average person, right on through Detroit. So they're going to basically redo Detroit, and it won't be, it won't look anything like it does now. But there will also not be any of the current residents living there now because they're already priced out. So it's a part of the plan, and so it's it's evidence everywhere. That's why more people stretched out to the suburban area just because it's it's so called more affordable as of now. But that's just that was a plan from day one in Detroit, man. So. Yeah. 
But hey, yeah, there's, def- there's definitely some restructuring going on. Yeah, and they're putting the squeeze play on us left and right. Yeah, like we were even talking about uh, Biden's new tax plan where he wants to tax inheritance <laughs> and uh, prop- property transfers. Yeah, it's like little, by, little by little, a family won't even be able to inherit their own house. Yeah, it, 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 the government's coming for it, man. And like, so literally, we all see the agenda, and but we were told in order to build back better. They're just getting they're just getting their game plan from from the globalist, the populist individual. So we know how this is supposed to end. Now it's a matter of resisting as much as we can in between and enjoying this current level of sanity that we do have, because I believe this is just the first inning out of a nine, ten get, inning game. And yeah. But hey, man, let me get a couple more calls, man. I appreciate you calling in. Thanks a lot, Mike. Have be, a great one. Yeah, be good. Right, yeah. Good stuff, man. I appreciate the call. Uh, thanks for those thoughts. And so let me get back uh, to my prior rant real quick. I, I want to make sure I bring this to your guys' attention. So I'm going to hold off on this call real quick so I can get this out my get this out my chest. But here, here's a, a video here that I shared uh, about uh, Bill Gates just warned a new bioweapon will wipe out 30 million individuals. So this was posted in February 26 of 2017. And within this little five-minute clip, the, the person who put this together, this is over on uh, Truthstream Media, a uh, pretty large channel looks like. But yet this individual here basically just listens to just listen, just plays uh, Bill Gates' quote on how in the near future he sees some type of event coming. It's going to wipe out 30 million people. So this plays into that depopulation aspect because this is what his that's, I think this is what he considers his life work, which is to execute this plan however he can. So if anybody's interested, just, you know, I'll put this in the uh, chat so you guys can check it out for yourselves. But uh, this is the globalist plan and it has to do with less people on the planet. So, all right. So let me keep it moving. All right. So I did miss some calls and let me see here. It looks like, am I still streaming because I'm having some glitches on my side? Uh, let me know if we're still streaming good here. Cause I'm, let me see here. Let me make sure everything is still moving smoothly. Okay. So let me know via, via thumbs up in the chat real quick. Let me know if you guys are still in sync with me because I'm having trouble connecting. So let me know via thumbs up real quick if you guys are still tuned in with me. It says you're good. Okay. So it looks like that link did not go through. I'll send it again. Hopefully it goes through. Okay. So I want to get back to that super chat. I want to acknowledge that. I apologize. Let me go back here. True. The thunder sound. It says, is this uh thing? Is this things falling out of the sky? The next big event from 2021. You can, how can they know how to know where it will land? What's really going on? Um, so thunder sound. So what are we referring to here? Um, uh, what exactly are you talking about the UFO situation or the economy collapsing or, or what are you referring to? Is this thing falling out of the sky? The next big event for 2021. Uh, so without knowing exactly what you're referring to, I'm going to take that as like, you know, probably the, the, the market correction that we're expecting. And so it, 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 any minute now, you know, there that we can have a, some type of an event because of the interconnectedness of, of the indebtedness in this system. Like the Archigos, you know, from two weeks back was the tipping of a domino, I think, because there's so much uh, hidden in the whole derivatives game. Like we don't know other than one point two quadrillion. We don't know anything else about that. We don't know who's sitting on what because there's no transparency. So technically speaking, the system is probably crumbling under the, under the foundation right now. But yet we've yet to really experience the tremors the way that they're going to be hitting. And that's why I think the Bezos and the, the Zuckerbergs, and all those individuals, basically the FANG stocks, they're they're the leading indicators of the so-called growth of this country here. Those, those five companies, 
And I think those individuals are going to be pulling out pretty soon. So don't be surprised the next couple of weeks, months, up into the summer, we hear about all the billionaires deciding to liquidate some of their shares of prices, shares in those companies because they want to make sure they get their weight up too <laughs> or get their land up or get their islands up or whatever whatever else they go to to rescue themselves. But anyway, okay, keep it moving. Uh, I, missed some, I missed some calls. Uh, let me know what's going on. So for those that are interested, check that video out. It's real short and sweet. Okay, let me see here. So it looks like I'm missing some calls, but they're not showing up on my end. So let's try this and see what we can get. Maybe not. Okay. All right. Let me keep it moving. Okay. Check in with me via chat and we can keep it moving. Iran. I see that's a topic out there. Uh, although sometimes I find this, that this is stream cuts in and out, but we're working through it. Okay. Timbo. Yeah. I apologize for that. You know, everything should be good on my end using a, you know, pay for service. So do the best I can. Um, okay, there's a Chinese object from space and they don't know where it's going to land. Okay, so I did hear about that. Um, yeah, I haven't dived much into it to actually pinpoint the location of that. And I hope it finds its way in the ocean, but I, you know, we'll find out how that goes. But we got a call here. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Mike, what's going on, man? It's Crypto Quran, Chicago. Crypto Quran, how you doing, my friend? What's on your mind tonight? Not much, Mike, man. I, you know what? I, I'm starting to see it a little differently, though, man. I don't know. I just keep going. I, I tell you, I'm going down this rabbit hole, man. It's, <laughs> it just, it's, I'm telling you, it's flipping me out. But I think what we're seeing right now, it's not an ugly thing, man. It's a beautiful thing, Mike. Okay, I mean, give it to me. We got to focus. We got to look at it differently. Okay. Because, again, paradigm shifts, man, they change everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? They change everything yeah. and they exponential. So when they start, they keep going. Mm -hmm. Right now, we see it with cryptocurrency. I know a lot of people are saying like it's a setup, it's a setup. But you know, one thing they say it's a meme and it's a saying is in the end, it was inevitable. Yeah, it was inevitable for the money to go digital, Mike. Yeah, I mean, it was inevitable. Yeah. you know what I mean. And the good thing about it is, again, I don't know who this associates. I I guess I haven't went down the rabbit. I don't think any of us have gone down the rabbit hole enough to figure out who these characters or these cast of characters could really be but you know they created something outside of the government yeah you know what i mean they have, they created something outside of the government and and they managed to make it so that nobody could touch it right. you know what i mean so when you do that they can't stop it but also like you know i'm looking at uh right now robert Love. he got this series with jeff booth yeah yeah you know because I, mean? I listen to people smarter than me mm -hmm. people way smarter than me you know, like, I can just tail out the back, you know what I mean? When you say my sheep hear my voice, yeah. these people are smarter than me. They know what they're talking about, you know what I mean? Because they don't just talk about the coin. Like, you know, it's one thing for somebody to just pump something. Yeah. You know, Peter Schiff or, you know, sometimes Michael does it or whatever like that. But it's one thing to go deep into what what thought process brought you to, you know, the the the, the uh, equal sign of, okay, this is the life changing. You know what I mean? He said yeah. one thing. He said today, well, I was listening to it today, he was saying that, uh, let me ask you a question, Mike, okay? Yeah. Okay. A person comes up to you back in the day, right? Before mm -hmm. all this, before then antiquity, right? Yeah. And they come up to you and they got fire in their hand. Would you be one of the people who run away from the fire? Or would you be one of the people who kind of step away from the fire? Or would you be one of the people who say, oh, okay, that's fire? Which one, which one of those people do you think you would be? At first glance, given that that's the first time my eyes have seen something of that nature, I'm going to step back and wonder, like, and of course, I'd imagine like most people, like, is he a god or is that like, you know, is that like a sign? So I will step back an observation, 
But then after a while, I would go towards it. You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm now I'm curious. Once I once my eyes see it, there's something different. I'm gonna jump back a little bit, observe it, and then I'm gonna go towards it. And then when you see the magician or whoever this person is with the flyer, they do beneficial things like uh, cook food and uh, provide heat for like warmth and shelter and keep your keep the animals away from you. Yeah, you you step closer to it, right? Oh yeah, I'm getting involved. Teach me, see, teach me how to make it. Now look, and I like that's what's happening with Bitcoin, man. Yeah. That's the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. and people. I just I just say, you know what? I might be wrong, but this is a once in a lifetime thing to mm-hmm. be wrong about. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm young enough. I'm mean, I'm in my thirties, early thirties. Yeah. So if I'm wrong, okay, I can build it back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit, really, the dollar ain't shit to hold right anyway. So it ain't really <laughs> no point. You know what I mean? But the same, you know, at the same time, if I'm right, then I'm really right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially so early, cause we super early, Mike. Yeah. We're, super, we're so early. Oh, oh you know no doubt. So watch this. So, oh, man, so, 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 no, watch this. And so I, I, I hear you. I understand. And like, I'm not a crypto evangelist. I'm just a crypto skeptic. I question the origins and and I don't believe it's by any coincidence that it's here now. And like I mentioned before, I've dip and dabble in it and definitely I'll use it as a tool to my benefit. But my biggest concern is that when they are ready to roll out their CBDCs uniformly around this planet, they also going to have some plans on how they're going to deal with, you know, the decentralized space. And if the government is still in power and they still you know, are able to call the shots from wherever they call them from, they're going to tax the hell out of it or criminalize it and make those people use it look like they're the ones that, you know, is, is to blame. So it's not going to just, you know, they're not going to coexist together to where you're going to have options because they don't do that. But check it you know out. What right? but check it out. But yeah. check it out. Here's, yeah. here's what I thought about with that too, right? Mm-hmm. But the people who are getting into this space who already have billions of dollars, the mm-hmm. micro sales and all that, yeah. they won't do that to them. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that's not going not to happen to them. You know? And I hope other people understand that. That's Yeah, you're right. They'll do that to us. Mm-hmm. We're the little people. These corporations and billionaires and hedge funds, they don't do that to them. The government, you know, we, you know, we have a government, we have a police and all that. It's protect people with property. Mm-hmm. So now that we have Bitcoin becoming the ultimate asset of property, mm-hmm. they're going to have no choice but to either not exist or protect the people mm-hmm. and regulate around the people who own the most valuable property, which is Bitcoin. Well, okay. They're not going to do that. Now watch so this. <laughs> With the whole idea of the globalist agenda, which is becoming a, a meme nowadays, but it's it's what they have in mind, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy with it. Like, how does that fall these into people, digital property? Like, if they going to take your house... Have, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, my, go ahead. No, go ahead. These people have enough money to own islands. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Think about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't, okay, okay, say every other country blocks it, regulates the hell out of it, tax the shit out of it. Okay, fine. Well, I want to buy my, I have now, now, it keeps going up. Because again, y'all can't stop the number go up. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't stop that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, that's a mechanism. It's quantum. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's math. Yeah. You can't stop the number <laughs> go up. Okay, fine. So, yeah. this is the race up. So, okay, fine. Okay, United States. You tax the hell out of it. China, well, Russia, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go buy this island. Hey, anybody who's with me, who will be rolling. I'm with them. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> and that's what we call the Citadels. Yeah. They call Citadels. They said it's going to probably exist. So if they ever tried that, it will be Citadels time, and we will be able to have enough money yeah. to get all islands. And if you have money, you rule the world. You can have security. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Once you get money, you can buy guns. You yeah. can buy security. Yeah. You can buy everything. Okay, now y'all stay out of here. Otherwise, we're going to have problems. You know what <laughs> I mean? Or if it gets too visceral, 
There's still that war court. Still, yeah. I mean, it's still other, it's still other branches of the government that people don't understand. You can't do crazy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? They still looking hey. for what's they, they still looking for uh, who was the vice president under uh, under uh, under uh, George Bush? Uh, was it Cheney? 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 Yeah, Cheney, not, Cheney. yeah he, he still can't leave America <laughs> for war crime. He go anywhere, he be prosecuted for war crimes. Yeah, because again, that shit is looked down upon. I mean, uh, you know, like nationwide. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, hey. so like, I mean, worldwide. So, I just say this, man. Like, it's now we have to change the way to, to understand this paradigm shit. Mm-hmm. You have to change the way you think, because even with AI and mm-hmm. robotics and everything, we don't. We get to a point. When you start to learn, we don't yeah. we don't have to work anymore, Mike. Soon, soon you you don't have to work anymore. Yeah, but that but uh, that's not but man, crazy, but man, you know, but man, but not. but that's but that's a problem though because you know man only finds meaning and purpose and fulfillment through his work. You know, what I'm saying and work, of course, to find you know biblically speaking is becoming yourself in alignment with what God created you to do as far as your purpose and stuff. So, hopefully. People take advantage of that and get into things that's more in alignment with what they value and what they want to do as opposed to just doing it for the money's sake. Because in that regard there, I can understand how they're trying to say that, you know, you know, because AI robotics, you won't need to work. But once again, you know, that's not that's not what we were created for. And that's going to be a problem, I think, in the future. So think like this, Mike. Think about it like this, right? You we had horses and carriages. It took mm-hmm. us about what hours and days to get from here to Miami. Yeah. Now we have planes. It takes us two, three hours. Yeah. So now we have more time yeah. for our work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's free technology liberates us. Now watch ways. this. It, it speeds us up in ways. Here's a, here's you know, a, it gives you more time. Right now, like back in the day, they create beautiful works of art like the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Right now they've created like in Paris, I like to look at a meme. <laughs> they create like a dildo. And that's supposed to be the new art. It's like it's like a huge dildo. It looks like a huge dildo. And it's like, look at how art, look at how, look again, when, when the money's not worth anything, yeah. everything's not worth anything. Yeah. When when the, when the money is fixed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, another meme, quote unquote, Bitcoin fixes this. Yeah. When the money's worth something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it go, if people, it's worth people's time, then they have time to go in a bag and actually create beautiful, beautiful works of art and yeah. beautiful knowledge and beautiful content and everything. Yeah. It's just a paradigm shift. I can live with that, man. But I appreciate you calling in and sharing those thoughts, my man. It's always good to hear your voice, boss. No problem. Yeah, Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. A lot of great points there. And and of course, in an ideal utopian society, everything can play out as smooth as that and everything can be hunky-dory. But, you know, given the fact that one of my, also one of my concerns is that there'll be no financial freedom or freedom in general you know, because they're trying to make it so that everything will go through the eye of a needle. And you know what I mean? So unless you're, you know, don't don't forget that side of the equation as well, because that's their ultimate agenda, using that health crap so that they can make all these monetary system changes, which don't necessarily include our benefit. Hello, Carlos. What's name we calling from? What's going on, Mike? Dwayne, what's going on? Dwayne, I'm doing good, my man. How you doing? As much. I was just wanted to chime in and get on a little conversation. A bit. A con- where you was talking about the gentrification mm-hmm. in the city. Um, and then I was talking to someone the other day about I knew the fix was in mm-hmm. when um when um Flint happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the, <laughs> and here's the reason why I knew the fix was in, because when you have a government that's willing to save money to pretty much poison a whole city for a whole population, mm-hmm. that's a morality. That's a uh, that's a morality. 
that's a movement of the marker right. in terms of principle that yeah. you just don't cross. Right. You didn't just do it in the area. You did it to a whole city. So that means that at that point, you're you're stressing that human life is expendable, whatever yeah. agenda we want to call it. And I knew something like what's going on now, I knew we was going down that path when yeah. that happened. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the whole Flint water crisis situation is still around. Like you know, it's not being talked about, and it's been a while since I've actually gone to Flint. But they still have little. I hear about you know celebrities still doing water donations and still doing cans and all types of stuff to help people out in water. But it's that's that was that was under the prior administration, the prior two administrations under Obama, and he left and nothing did nothing. So yeah, the. The politicians ultimately don't care about us individuals. They just have their agendas because they take orders from somebody that's higher than them, ultimately, and it's not the people. So, yeah, I pay not crap no mind, man. And since you brought him up, <laughs> didn't he drink the water and tell him it was okay? Uh, I don't remember. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he, did. He, came to, he came in and he actually drank the water and said it was okay to drink. He told the people it was okay to drink. And now he's talking, and now he's telling everybody that other thing is okay to do. So take that for what it's worth. That's all I got today. Hey, appreciate Tonight. you, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take their word for it. Okay, sure. Yeah. So, oh, man, this, this, stuff, this stuff goes dark and down a dirty rabbit hole, man. It'll drive you crazy. Anyway, let's keep going, man. A couple more minutes, we'll get rid of dial back. Uh, what else is out there that's worth talking about? What else are you guys keeping an eye on? I'm curious to find out and uh, let's touch on it. Let's touch on it. So I see some Flint comments up here. Seven cents to print a cent, a hundred, hundred dollars, hundred cents, US dollar. No. Yeah. Seven cents. That's uh, it's, that's probably, yeah, it's probably less than that, <laughs> but yet people spend an entire lifetime working for something that comes around so easy and so cheaply. Yeah. Value or lack thereof. And though for, for those that might be tuned in, let me actually bring something up real quick. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Nope, I deleted it. Nope, it's right here. Where'd it go? Yeah. So, just for those, I want to bring this up because I'm gonna probably always refer back to this, just because this is actual government itself. This is our government telling us this, and so <laughs> I can't help but you know, if you go to U.S. Department of Treasury, U.S. Treasury.gov, Resource Center, frequently asked questions. You scroll down, you'll actually see. Uh, this is it. Is this it? Yeah. Where are we at? Uh, it talks about here the Federal Reserve note are not redeemable for gold, silver commodity. It says, it says the notes have no value in themselves, but for what they will buy in another sense, because they are legal tender, their federal reserve notes are backed by all the goods and services in the economy. So they're not no value in themselves and they're only good for what you can purchase. But over time you will purchase less. So what that tells me is that use what you have now or going to receive to buy what you need now, because it may not be available and the in the in in the quantity that you'll need because of the lack of purchasing power of those units. So, just something worth thinking about. All right, I see a lot of good stuff here. What does it says? It says it was Governor Snyder's who did the last who did that with the Flint Republican governor to try to say save a buck. You know, no doubt, Chris. And also, if I'm not mistaken, because um, Snyder was governor at that time, sure. And then the Flint mayor whoever that person was i remember them being caught up in a little bit of a scandal as well because they gave the thumbs up for the city of flint to switch from the uh switch from the water source coming from the detroit river to do it they switched it from the detroit pipeline the detroit river pipeline 
to whatever the Fl- Flint Creek was. And it's the Flint Creek that is the one that corroded the pipes out. So it was the mayor who gave the call. Now, whether it came from Snyder or not, I don't know. But I remember they changed water sources, and that is the reason the pipes corroded out quickly, and this hence the problem. So, um, but yet, once again, the governor takes the blame and whatever else. And the sad thing is, if it was under a different administration, who was probably a Republican at that time, they probably would have blamed him as well. But it happened to be under a Democratic watch, so they let that slide under the radar. So, all right, man, let me see here. It says, uh, I saw some here. Oh. Good point. Mosquitoes in Florida. So, yeah. So, good point, T. Um, so, yeah. So, let me pull that up. So Because that's going to be – I think there's going to be some consequences of that. Uh, let me see here. Because they're releasing. And I don't know what the scientific reason is. But definitely, it's not going to mesh well. Because I would imagine those mosquitoes are going to be carriers of the mRNA stuff. Let's see. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Uh, what's up, Mike? It's uh, Steve from Jersey. Steve, how you doing, my man? Good, sir. What's going um, on with you? So, so, Mike, the talk is that this um, gold thing has been around for five thousand years, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. And it's and it's and it's helpful. Um, Mike, how, how many wars? Has there existed with gold around in 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 the actual time of, of humans having access to it? Oh, more more than I could count. Like every a bit of war, every there's a major war every ten years, give or take. So <laughs> they're common, right? So, right. So so the point is, if gold is so good mm-hmm. and so valuable, how come there's wars? Right. So so gold is just a tool. Yeah. And ultimately, and is the actual problem. Yeah. And and so so if Bitcoin wasn't created gold, it would be whatever. Let's say there's no derivatives. They didn't have derivatives back when there was uh, no cars around. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no paper notes, mm-hmm. but there were still wars. Yeah. And they'll kill people. Yeah. Like, here's an example, Mike. In, in America... You you know the story of the Black Hills Gold, right? Uh, the Black Hills Gold. I'm not. Ring, I'm not. Sorry, ringing a bell. Refresh my memory. Yeah. All right. So the Black Hills Gold. Um, the indigenous people um, had was given a treaty by America, um, and so America found out there was gold on there, and they reneged on the contract, mm-hmm. and they took the land back because there was gold. So, so if gold is so important to the monetary policy, mm-hmm. how does it fail the people? Oh, that's easy because the people, we the people, don't have any. <laughs> and so gold has always been used as a monetary metal, primarily between governments. And back when we were on a bimetallic standard before the you know, gold standard was put into place by the elites who had the gold. Gold and silver flowed freely in people's hands, and there was no extreme inflation at that moment just because there was no centrally controlled monetary system. It was a gold to silver ratio that stabilized things, relatively speaking. So, and of course, that was amongst wars as well. But we, the people, had money, which in the form of physical property and metals. 
Right, so so the point for me, I look at it like, all right, so if this thing is helping man Mm -hmm. and helping people and it's being controlled by the powers to be, wouldn't the common people say, we can't use this anymore Mm -hmm. because we're getting manipulated? But but, but watch this. But, but like, over, so gold and silver primarily is useful as a tool to preserve purchasing power. That's pretty much the the primary reason it will be used now because of centrally controlled monetary sources in the form of digits and paper that's destroying purchasing power. So if you bought an ounce of gold in 2000, you would have paid $250 for it, pre-adjusted for inflation, and right now you'll be paying 1900. So had you kept it during that time frame, you would have uh, it would appreciate it substantially in purchasing power adjusted for inflation as well. So literally, it's, it's a sponge that sits there, does nothing, looks pretty, but it absorbs liquidity that you can transfer to a later time frame when you might need it. Well, I, I, I get that point, but mm-hmm. the point is that this 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 metal for 5,000 years mm-hmm. has created war, genocide, and has helped to destroy humans um, along the way. So how good is this thing if mm-hmm. it has allowed wars and man to actually create these wars for it? But and, I w- and but, with it? Yeah, but I wouldn't say that war has been focused around gold and silver. It's been focused around all resources. Land in particular is the majority of the reason why oil within the last 100 years and corn food anything that's real and tangible other nations are willing to go to war for for their own evil agendas so at the end of the day it equates to what we call value because somebody's willing to work for it pay for it it can be used as a monetary source but gold in and of itself has not been a primary driver of wars i don't think um no 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 absolutely false mike gold has been used for that when they when when they when they came to um, into north and south to the Incas, mm-hmm. uh, war was created because they wanted gold. Oh, definitely. So gold, so gold was part of the history, um, and so. But it, me, but it was I money though. It, but like, it was money then. So it was money, right. and every kingdom looks to expand its territory to steal everything, including the resources, which happens to be money, gold, right. silver. And onyx, phoenix, and diamonds, rubies. So if you got it, right. and I want it, I'm gonna come take it by any means necessary. I want, right. I want it all. <laughs> right. So, so, the, so that's the point. The point is that this thing can, uh, in its value, mm-hmm. you still can create war through it because you have access to it. Mm-hmm. But if you have Bitcoin, you cannot take it from the person. Even if you kill them, true, true. But I think that it's a confidence game with that, because when China's ready, when China's ready to fully roll out the digital yuan, they're going to be forced to have to shut down the miners in China, and I think that's going to deal a major blow to the network, which is going to shake a little confidence, and it's going to cause a little bit of a drop in price, and people are going to sell things, because at some point. When the governments are all ready to roll out their CBDCs, they're not going to allow 
people to think in their mind that there's a way out of this system by buying Bitcoin and you're going to be good at the expense of dumping our currencies. But that would be the same thing that that would be the same thing in a worst case scenario for gold, because if gold is an exit, Mm -hmm. they just come and knock on your door. Give me the gold or you're going to jail or you die. Which which one? Right. Which is possible. It's happened before. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. It happens a lot of times in history. So it's possible. (laughs) So Right. So it it doesn't really matter about what the item is. The Mm -hmm. reality is people have to actually realize that. Um, you cannot be dependent on the government. Oh, definitely. In any facet, and the more you allow them to have this power, mm-hmm. then they're going to always be subjected to all of the things inside of the land of Nod. Okay. Because, because Caesar, well, uh, give on to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. So when you allow these things to happen, yeah. you're always be inside of it and you're always going to be trying to figure out hey we should do this we should do that at the end of the day you are in caesar's land mm-hmm. and and you and, and it's not going to change unless people change their actual mindset right. and people start to connect mentally together mm-hmm. and stop focusing so much on these external things yeah. like silver and gold like it's going to save you it Mm. didn't save the indigenous people it didn't save the incas because at the end of the day there's going to be different men that want to conquer the world and Mm -hmm. if you allow them to control these things Mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter because you're still playing the game with them you literally have to walk away from it Fair enough. And well, hey. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, hey. Literally. Hey, I appreciate that insight and you sharing your thoughts. So somebody here mentions about, uh, says, tell the caller to read War is a Racket. And so I haven't read the book, so that's, it was a recommendation, so I'm going to touch on it. But thanks for calling in, my friend. It's always good to hear from you. I appreciate it. And, and one last thing, Mike. Yeah, go ahead. If people really want to make a change in America, Mm-hmm. Stop going and buying stuff at Walmart. <laughs> or order on Amazon. <laughs> or, 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 or exactly. But don't don't be the preacher mm-hmm. and then um and then go into the liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that, man. Hey, thanks for calling in, man. You're welcome, sir. Be good. Bye bye. <laughs> good stuff, man. I, I like the back and forth, I like the dialogue, man. Um yeah, it's good to get different perspectives. And of course, you know, everything we're sharing is opinion based, you know, so it's one of the things do your own research and, of course, put all the sides together as to what works best for you. So but hey, people approaching our 54 minute mark and as always, it's good to hang out, but it's getting late. And so uh, I want to bring to your attention tomorrow at noon, uh, Manico 64. Mario Neko is going to be joining me. Uh, I've been, you know, we talk off air all the time. And so I'm like, let's get together and do like a little Mike and Mario show. So tomorrow at noon. He's going to join me on RTD. We'll hang out, and I'll probably open up the phone line so you guys can uh, call in and just ask questions or throw out ideas or whatever tomorrow at noon. So check uh, check in with us for that. But other than that, people, it is always great to hang out. If you've enjoyed the back and forth, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. If you're new to the channel, make sure you click the subscribe button with the bell notification, and hopefully you get notified. But also beneath the video here, uh, you can join the email list, and I usually try to send out emails to notify people if they're interested. So other than that, people, it has been great. I want to ter- encourage you guys to go over to the Discord page 
and uh, click the Discord page right here. Join us there, share videos, articles, and whatnot, and uh, hang out with us over there. I'm about to go over there now and just hang out with the community. So other than that, people, it's been great. I will see you guys later. Peace.